It's been forever. Welcome back to Tuned In, Dialed Up, a podcast about podcasting today. I am not joined, as usual, by the inimitable Will Williams because scheduling is fucking nuts right now. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about something very cool with two very cool people. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful, the effervescent Elena Fernandez Collins. Hey. Hey. And because it's an episode where we're trying to figure out what the hell a news story is about, once again, we're joined by the fantastic Jordan Cobb. I love that that's just kind of my brand now, that you just kind of pull me in when I don't know what's going on, and I'm like, somebody help me. (laughs) You are the closest thing Tuned In Dialed Up has to a call-in. Fantastic. (laughs) Listen, I will take it. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi, Gavin. Hi, Will. Hi, Ellie. Long, Long time, time listener. listener. First time caller. First time caller. So on Tune In Dialed Up, we talk about things in the podcasting industry, things that are happening, but we start with a positive note by talking about something nice that's happened in the past couple of weeks in the industry, be it personally or overall. Uh, we talk about our shining moments, and I think today, let's start. Let's uh, let's just do this. Russian rouletteing it. Call it, Jordan. Uh, tails. Okay, I, I you okay? Um, let's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a coin flip. Did you forget that we can't see? You? Let me just say, I flipped a um. Don't for I I flipped the challenge coin that I got when I ordered a my brother, my brother and me Christmas ornament. So that's just useless to you. I I did not assign a heads or tails to it. So Jordan, you got you got. Don't forget to be awesome, and then you got tails on a real coin. <laughs> Wait. So does this mean I'm going first, or does that? Yeah. Mean I, yes? Yeah. Let's roll that with great. that. Okay. Cool. Oh Jesus. Um positive things that have been going on lately so i'm currently recording from uh shakespeare and company up in lennox massachusetts and it's like my first really big uh acting gig so i'm very excited about that getting some equity points so that's kind of been my shining moment for the past couple of weeks we're doing merry wives of windsor so i've just been in rehearsals all day uh like six days a week it's been wild Look at you going from a submarine to Mary Wives of Windsor in and, a year and a half. Listen, I'm doing my best. Yeah. <laughs> References. <laughs> Ellie, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Uh, I know. I know. That's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> what is it going on with me? Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin this positively because, because I can... Uh, so for the past 10 days, Puerto Rico has been uh, protesting the government um, because it is corrupt as hell, uh, which is the final spark was lit because of some uh, the leaks of a telegram chat between the governor and some of his cabinet and also lobbyists uh, who are not part of the government. <laughs> just in case you didn't know that <laughs> the fact mm. that they were using yeah. fucking telegram is mm. yikesy enough yikes mm. uh and so uh today was the general strike um 400 to 500 thousand people shut down a major highway in san juan um and i'm just very proud of all of my um all of my bodyquas out there uh not shutting up they literally have protested every single night 
for 10 days in front of the governor's mansion and La Fortaleza. It's amazing. And I love them very much. So I'm hoping that they are inspiration for the mainland. Mm-hmm. The fact that it, the fact that things can continue at this rate is, I don't want to say inspiring because that cheapens it, but yeah. it's like the fact that this is becoming the norm and people can't run away from that anymore is great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tuned in, dialed up is a pro-union, pro-protest podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> Seriously. And now a word from Will in the future. I wasn't there for this conversation, but I do just want to confirm. Fuck off. Also a quick update regarding the dickhead soon to be former governor of Puerto Rico. He has since resigned. As I said before, fuck off. Across the country right now, Will, who agrees with that, but probably wasn't (laughs) expecting me to say that, just went, what? just suddenly like something's going on <laughs> gavin just made a, a, a statement on behalf of the show you're gonna get what a text happened? message at some point during this <laughs> recording will just what did you do <laughs> speaking of everything let's talk about the the one of two companies who matter Wait, in no, no, podcasting no, gavin, gavin you you gavin oh. you have a oh, you get to nice have a shining try, moment buddy. gavin I don't know. There's several things. I guess one of the better things the past couple of weeks has been um, watching Podtails get fully funded. That was oh, fantastic. Yes. Yes. I will not be able to go, but I really mm. want I want Podtails to succeed as much as it can. If only because, if only for the selfish reason of I want to go next year. But uh, they hit their stretch goal on Indiegogo and. It's just that everyone, everyone's going, like, Alma's flying over from fucking the UK. Like, there weren't that many... It, it seems like more people are traveling for Podtails than they were for PodCon, uh, which is pretty awesome. And that's just going to be an audio drama-focused convention, which is something we need. Yeah. Because the, in- the industry seems to think of fiction as being, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, you, you read scripts. <laughs> cute. Uh, what are you, the bright sessions or whatever? What do you mean they got millions of downloads and as a novel? Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Who cares? I love the oh accent because it is exactly what I picture. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dismissive New Yorker. It's almost like the spice. It's almost like I got problems with Gimlet. Listen, that is my actual life that you are describing <laughs> at this particular <laughs> moment. And it's incredibly rude of you. I'll say this. This is not on topic to anything, but knowing you and the wonderful people from Multitude and meeting them in real life, it's just, it's rough because my stereotypes growing up watching movies and TV about New York are mostly right. (laughs) And I didn't expect them to be. No, they're right. They're right. They're all right. (laughs) It is exactly the crap hole you think it is, but it's a magical, magical crap hole. On the on the last day of uh, PodX in Nashville, I I met up with uh, the multitude people. I was I, I I asked Amanda McLaughlin. I was like, "Hey, we're in an area that has like a shitload of stickers for bands that don't exist anymore on stop signs, and I just gotta know: is this like does I my brain tells me this is sort of Brooklyny? Is that right?" <laughs> She goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. As a person who lives in Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we've done the fun stuff. Let's talk about the thing that is both important and not important in the fucking slightest. Today we're talking about the Apple story. <laughs> if and you it, can call it that. Well, the Apple story quotation marks. <laughs> okay, what what actually is the story here is um, Bloomberg posted the thing and then dozens of websites ran salacious headlines about a Bloomberg article that doesn't say that much. So the basic story, and I've read like five articles on this, so feel free to jump in if y'all have read anything contradictory or different. Bloomberg publishes Apple plans to bankroll original podcasts to fend off rivals on the 16th. Bloomberg says that executives at Apple have reached out to media companies to discuss buying exclusive rights to podcasts. Now, this phrasing could be that they're trying to just wholesale buy the rights to existing shows, much in the same way that Luminary Mm -hmm. did with a few of their shows. Yeah, yeah. Or it could mean they are also maybe maybe doing what Luminary did with the AM archives and approaching people who have bona fides and saying, like, make us a thing. This is entirely conjecture on my part, mainly because there's fucking nothing to this story. That's it. The rest of the article is, here's what happens with Spotify and Stitcher. Right. I mean, the point, the point of the article yeah. was clearly, like, the point of the executives reaching out <laughs> with quotation marks i.e. leaking this information, sounds like it was, and no sources anywhere, is pretty clear to me that the point, one of the main points was to make Spotify stock tank, which it did. Yep. Yeah. Like, a lot. Um, I don't remember the exact numbers because I have dyscalculia, numbers are not a thing that I remember. But Spotify's stock did tank after this was released. Like, pretty much immediately. Um, you can find links to that. Like one of the authors of the Bloomberg article did link an image to that that stock dropping, um, Lucas Shaw. Um, so you can look it up on his Twitter. Um, the th- the thing that um is in that sort of grabs me about this is the fact that it's not that the the Bloomberg story is not what people talk about. <laughs> it's everyone writing about the Bloomberg story. Right. Exactly. Because it, it's like. Everybody read the headline and then I guess like didn't read really the Bloomberg story <laughs> as yeah, is well, the way of the internet. <laughs> I mean, even if they did read the whole rest of the story, it's not like there's a ton in there. Everything oh, no. that we've heard so far is entirely speculative. Yeah. So we don't actually have any firm, solid information of what's going on. We just know that, hey, uh, apparently we may have accidentally poked apple too many times and pissed off the sleeping giant and so might start throwing its weight around but not for a good long time as far as i think that's what i've been picking up at least really nailed it with the description sleeping giant (laughs) (laughs) and like the the bloomberg article two-thirds of it like the section video service and growing fast really aren't they they just have the the boilerplate podcasting has gone up over the last few years. <laughs> uh and then there's a thing about it's just called Podcasts app and it's a it's sort of about Apple Podcasts but then it quotes Lex Friedman, chief revenue officer of Art19, which is the the dynamic ad servicing platform that a lot of people are using now. None of this is it's it's just stuff that's about podcasts. Like it has nothing to do with the Apple story besides besides shoring up the idea itunes is huge (laughs) 
Well, yeah. don't don't let Apple hear you say the word iTunes. Um. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh no! It's the Cook Police. Um. Well, what this does show me, like the the thing that I picked up the most after this article came out, and then all the subsequent articles as well, is that Apple is still one of the major driving forces of news in podcast yep. media. Um, like the. Who was the person from Art Nineteen? Sorry, Lexi something. Uh, uh, let me let me pull it up here. Lex Friedman. Friedman. All right. Yeah, Friedman uh, is not you know wrong when uh, when she says that um, uh, that that Apple is like everybody uses Apple. Your podcast doesn't really exist if it's not on Apple. Yeah, that's the first thing you submitted to. That's the like, first thing no you submitted what. to, no matter what, yeah. right? And one of the reasons for that is because a lot of podcast apps that people use scrape Apple. They they go from the Apple Podcast directory to find the RSS feeds for you to subscribe to on the Podcatcher, right? I just opened up my standard docking procedure stats, which is the thing I make that has the most downloads, just for the perspective of looking at it. In the last six months, fifty five point four percent of my traffic is iOS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Android Android is 16%. Like it's a huge gap. It's a huge gap to surmount. And people will want to quote here, like the... Um, oh, my brain. Uh, Shout out to the 18 people who listen to Standard Docking Procedure on Chromium OS. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> uh, the, uh, oh, my God. The, the podcast stats report. What is that thing called? I literally wrote an article on it this year. Uh, so people will want to cite, you know, the Infinite Dial report from this year, right? So the Infinite Dial report is a, for those of you who don't know, it's it's a report released um, by Edison uh, Edison Research and Triton Digital. It's like a huge data bank and survey on the state of the podcast industry. They also do audio in general, you know, radio, all this stuff. So Infinite Dial has been doing this since 1998, right? So it's a huge data bank. They have a lot of... Uh, um, they have a lot of answered surveys and, and data. And this year, they saw, um, for the first time, um, uh, well, first, for the first time, podcast listenership in the U.S. went beyond 50%, right? So that's the first thing. And then the next thing is, like, the extreme growth of the use of Spotify. <clears throat> um, uh, Spotify increased 4% in a year. Yeah. Which is mm. a large amount. <laughs> um. Uh, and um, if you looked at the numbers of people who listened to podcasts on Spotify within the last month, it was 53%, up from 32 in the last one. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. So, like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so people will look at these numbers and they'll think that Spotify is overtaking Apple, but that's just not the case yet. Yeah, no, there's still a massive, massive gap between the two. Yeah, like, Apple is the founder. They bought Gimlet. <laughs> yeah, like, they bought yeah, Gimlet. <laughs> <laughs> they bought Anchor. <laughs> it's something like a ten to uh, like somewhere around ten percent of people use Spotify mm-hmm. uh, for their podcasts, and then like most of the people use Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I have two podcasts on Spotify. Both of them are mine that I looked up for testing purposes. Like, <laughs> I have a whole app for podcasts. I don't need Spotify. <laughs> right, and so Spotify is because it bought Gimlet and Apple, like, the number two major player in Mm -hmm. the podcast industry. Because they bought Gimlet and Apple, because they're going to be creating the Spotify walled garden, 
Um, you can tell what I think about that by my usage of the phrase walled garden. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, but. And we should, we should say walled garden of content people genuinely care about, yes. not season whatever of Crime Town that we all forgot existed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> also, ouch. Um, <laughs> right. But then we still have Apple, right? And so Apple is looking at Spotify thinking, oh, oh, there's actually like a real competitor now in this space damn it we have to give a shit now (laughs) right i know such work so much effort and so the other thing is right that they don't make money off of the podcast platform yeah that's that's the one thing you know they're kicking themselves over they didn't think forward about that they didn't think about making making money off of it right so it's just it's a distribution platform that people can access and use for free unlike now they're trying to find a way to increase their, let us say, foothold in the space, right? Because they have they have a strong foothold because it's Apple. Every yeah. everybody <laughs> puts their stuff there, but people don't really look to Apple for anything other than that. And I think that's something that they want to change because if they had, you know, because they they're producing all this new video content, right? Right. Yeah, their new um, video subscriptions and also the same thing with Apple Music. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So producing all of that, why not also fold in podcasts into this new endeavor, right? Um, Since they already have such a huge presence in the space. It makes sense. I read something uh, earlier today. Um, It was a, a medium article by oh his name's gone right out of my head hold on is it was it tom webster no uh simon owens who apparently does a bunch of tech and uh such um journalism uh and he wrote this back in april so like right after uh luminary Mm. was kind of stumbling its way into the world um uh predicting pretty much that this was going to happen. Um, And I read something in his article. He was saying that uh, Spotify has sort of started shifting their attention to podcasting because they make more money off of that than they make with with music. So that if they can start pushing more of their listener base to listening to podcasts... Robot Gavin from the future here. It was at this point that Jordan's internet dropped and she began to sound like a robot to us. Which means Jordan had this long, well thought out opinion that she's going to now repeat here. So, sorry about that. On behalf of the internet, I guess. Beep boop. Yes, so Spotify is currently making, um just a shit ton more money um, off of podcasting than they are with music. And uh, the next point that I was making was that I was wondering if Apple was planning on doing essentially the exact same thing, that because we have been using um, their their podcasting app entirely for free, that they don't make any sort of money off of it, but mm-hmm. they're shifting to all of these subscription platforms now that they want to turn their um, – podcasting app into a subscription platform where you have to start not necessarily paying for everything um but that you start paying for the exclusive content and that they start being able to push people more towards that exclusive content so that they can start pulling in revenue from that so um, a sort of uh, sort of reverse luminary situation where they the, the first taste is free <laughs> 
Exactly. And, and that first taste is over a decade. <laughs> exactly. But not only that, it's, um, uh, no, the other half of the thought just went out of my head. Damn it. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, that you're, so we've been using this for free. Nope, it's gone. Nope, it's totally gone. I thought I could save that and I, okay. I couldn't. Well, uh, use, <laughs> use a point of order if you suddenly remember what it is. Mm-hmm. And- Gavin can cut it to make it sound right. Uh, let me let me just distribute. I'm gonna put a little sound effect for the point of order. It's like passing. A little, yeah. There you go. Oh God. Um, no, it's, but uh, Jordan, thank you for pointing me to that art, pointing us to that article. I hadn't, I didn't read this article when it came out, so um, I'm looking at it now, and it's very useful. Um, Which is what happens when you write good articles, unlike the people covering the fucking Apple story. Yep, correct. Yikes. Yep. Big yikes. I got a tab. I got a tab open here that's just, I just typed in Apple podcast and hit news. Uh, And um, y'all who are working at media sites need to chill. Um, The Bloomberg article is titled Apple, wait, hang on, Apple's... Apple plans to bankroll original podcasts to fend off rivals. This is the least salacious of the headlines. And no offense to these websites, but I noticed the lower the reader count, the more sensational the headline. Apple to uh, Apple to play podcast defense. Apple's plans to pay for exclusive (laughs) podcast report says that's CNET. That's the 2019 version of yellow journalism. Apple's shift on podcasting podcasting could upend the business. (laughs) It's just yellow journalism. I mean, people are like, really concerned about it upending the business, though. Because we yeah. don't necessarily... Apple hasn't done anything since 2012 when it made this app. And I know that it's 2012 because that's something that has been referenced in every single one of these articles. Like, every single one. 2005, they started doing podcasting. 2012, they made their app and have done nothing since... Yep. Until and now. we don't know what to yeah. expect anymore. Uh, I expect them to fix Apple Podcasts first before they <laughs> hear some content. I don't use Apple Podcasts, yeah. so I can't comment on this. I don't either. I just hear so much stuff from people about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that was it. Oh, point oh. of order. Point of order. Ding. Hey, let's, ca- yes. let's cash that I one win. in. Do Ding. I get a prize? <laughs> yes. Do it. Uh, another point is that... Uh, Apple's sales for iPhones has recently been tanking. So pulling people in through podcasting is another way to tie people to using their materials. So you have to buy an iPhone. You have to have a Mac computer in order to get the app to hear this stuff. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. That's how Apple makes all their money is getting people so invested in their ecosystem that the idea of not being in Apple anymore is more of a hassle than just paying for AirPods and buying a $1,500 MacBook that's not that powerful, actually. Yeah. Like, as an Apple user myself, you know, I say, talking to you guys over my iPhone recording into my Mac computer. Oh, um, shit. Tim Cook's going to hear. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're, they're going to hear everything. Hi. Sorry, Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take my materials away from me. I'm sorry. Not, not the I take plot it all police. Back. Um, but 
yeah, they've kind of made it a hassle for me. Like, they're taking away my home button. They're trying to make me use AirPods, and I just don't want to. God, when I have to update I'm my sorry. next phone, it's just going to be a pain in the ass. But yep. yeah, no, that's how they get you. They got me good. So I can speak from experience. That's how they get you. <laughs> Apple to play podcast defense. Uh, uh, report Apple to fund original content. So here's the thing. From what I see, this is the part where I'm probably going to sound reactionary and um, uh, paranoid, but I would rather take a pro-consumer stance on this now and we get thinking about it instead of keeping my mouth shut and then the things happen. Uh, I am a big fan of Jim Sterling, who's a, a video game journalist, pundit, whatever term you want to use. Uh, Sterling has spent many years giving gaming companies shit for manipulative monetization practices. He just put up a video a couple of weeks ago. I think it's called The Hidden Cost of Monetization in Games, and it's basically coalescing every thought he's been repeating for years. Uh, he even found footage of a uh, uh, like mobile game developer at a conference talking about the psychology of attacking or not focusing on users who are prone to obsession over completing sets or gambling and things like that. And it was like so intense. He had to double check to make sure it wasn't a parody of a real conference. Gaming is the, the most far gone of any media form of media, as far as like shitty monetization practices, movies do it too. I mean, you've got the whole, uh, uh, whenever, whenever companies start building media from the ground up, they, they intentionally bake in ways to monetize it. Such as think of any somewhat college age targeting PG 13 comedy. They probably will be, uh, constructed in such a way that on set the studio has them shoot a few scenes of swearing and nudity that are intentionally left out of the PG-13 cut of this movie and then when the movie comes out they throw a bikini babe on the cover and be unrated edition DVD so they can double their sales uh, like there are all these different things that uh, can be done to make money so when podcasting is entered into this now that Apple is considering luminarying i think it's important to consider the fact that we are in a privileged position of as a new medium the audience has a little bit more voting power than you do with books or movies or anything like that those those industries are so set in their ways and everything is so standardized you kind of like you just got to work with what you got to work with so as we move forward if apple starts pulling some new tricks of like oh, here's ways to monetize getting the next chapter of an audio drama or some crap like that. It's just worth, I think it's worth keeping in mind we can talk about these things as they happen, uh, not just wait for it to happen and be like, oh, crap, wait. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you have to pay to have a podcast app because Apple standardized that. The me, mm. the me about 30 minutes into the future is going to want to like strangle the me now with, for what I'm about to say, but I'm still going to say Oh, it. boy. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> there is a reason why so many, like when you go to conferences, so many spokespeople for podcasting companies like to throw around the phrase the wild wild west of podcasting there is a reason it is a Mm. it is a dumb phrase okay (laughs) it is a dumb phrase but you don't want to be a cowboy 
Not with corporate greed. Um. <laughs> because corporate greed is just manifest destiny too. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but there's a reason they're saying that. And the reason they're saying that is because corporations do not have all the control right now. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of the podcasts that are making news, even if it's in, you know, indie podcast focused journals are independent podcasts. And that's something that does not happen with as much frequency in other mediums, right? Because like in books, if you're published by an indie press, the amount of coverage that you get can be negligible depending on the indie press. Independent movies, you know, that's a whole different ballgame because they have their own like festivals and big streaming streaming services. I mean... Yeah, like things like Shudder can make a, right. an entire genre more mm. accessible. Exactly, right. So the question is whether the independent pod... Not the question, but like one of the questions is whether independent podcasts are going to go the way of, let us say, as a comparison, independent movies, right? Where they've created this whole other independent movie ecosystem. Well, I mean, YouTube even, like... yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I mean, you can make quality content. Good fucking luck getting on trending while uh, Jimmy Fallon continuing to not be funny for his umpteenth year in a row I, is number two. Well, how mm. dare you mention his name? Anyway, um. <laughs> you bring up a you bring up a very good point. Nobody we know personally is going to get tapped by Apple. Like that's the de- that that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the, the Apple's not going to put up. The, like that what was it was it spotify or google did that like podcast camp mm-hmm. where they wanted to reach out and specifically uh go for marginalized creators to help them give them a leg up mm-hmm. apple's gonna go to people like people who are more successful than even like your lauren shippens of the podcasting world or even just screenwriters who have written actual capital m movies oh. i mean they're, uh, they're gonna go the luminary route yeah. Yeah. But like Luminary, it, the, pro- the podcast that Luminary picked up were things like uh like they had they got the Stoop people to create a new podcast, right? Lauren Shippen, yep. they picked up Love and Radio. These are all very popular podcasts that were all independent. See, that's the one thing I like about the one one of the few things I like about Luminary is the fact that they did do all the lazy celebrity stuff, but it feels it feels like they did that so that they could also onboard the AM archives and mm-hmm. Love and Radio. Yep. And they would for sure get profit off of Russell Brand, but then they could also have Homunculus, which yeah. I yeah, and uh, here to, to here to slay exists. with Roxanne Gay, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and like guys, we fucked. I mean, Apple has you know they're not exactly strapped for cash, so I wonder if they not would now. be more. <laughs> they'd be Wait, more. Wait, you're willing telling to... me they're profitable? <laughs> yeah, you know, Gavin, yeah. I think. I think they might have a little bit of extra pocket change rolling around there. (laughs) And I wonder if that would make them more, you know, open to risking more Mm -hmm. um, independent creators and that sort of thing. If they start onboarding things like the AM archives, like, um, say, I don't know, black tapes or hell, even EOS 10 lore, that sort of thing, where, you know, they exist for the most part as independent projects but they're really successful independent projects apples finally seems to have realized that audio fiction is a category that hey what we do is we storytelling is a thing 
Yeah. And so I wonder if they'll start paying any sort of attention to that. I want to I want to um, insert something here actually really quick. Um which is I I uh, because of the uh, let us say dearth of information on this, we do not know who it is that is going to be selecting these yeah. um podcasts, right? Um I have yeah, they I have to a be lot very, of very early on. Right. And I have a lot of doubt that um that high ranking people in Apple Podcasts are going to have like a big vote in it. Um, right, because it's not really Apple Podcast money, it's Apple's money. And that yeah. is yeah. like that's kind of where the disconnect is in things like when and what Apple has been able to update, like including a fiction category. Um so it's just sort of looking at the huge conglomerate of Apple and going, eh? just like that noise constantly at ad infinitum. <laughs> um. Yeah, until they like actually do something. Right, at which yeah, point but, it'll be like, too late to like do yeah. anything about it. Mm-hmm. The one, the one positive. Oh Jesus Christ! Stitcher's ruined. Uh, I was, I was trying <laughs> to quietly. I was, I was trying Wait, to sorry, quiet. What? I was trying to quietly go to Stitcher's website oh and pull up a God. list of their original series to refresh my memory on them and like. Uh, Stitcher.com is down. Oh, God. I just... Oh, yep. Uh, we are Oof. currently down for maintenance. Thanks, Stitcher. The one time I needed you. <laughs> uh, it's not you, like buddy. I was trying to compliment you or anything. Oh, This just not entirely anymore. proves the point I was building in my head about <laughs> just... I I'd mentioned earlier when we were prepping all this stuff, but that... I had a, a Mean Girls reference. If Apple is Regina George and Spotify <laughs> is Gretchen Wiener, Stitcher is the blonde chick with the just fortune-telling tits. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. If it's raining or not. But utterly just, like, has no idea what's going on. You just proved my point there. Luminary's, like, the new chick who could have come hung out with the cool indie kids over here but instead decided to go hang out with, like, whatever popular crew and now is just kind of an awkward hanger-on. And this is just how I'm viewing the entirety of podcasting news for the rest of my life. It's just the plot of Mean Girls, you guys. Please help me. <laughs> All right, everybody, back up. Here comes the t-shirt for this episode. Get in, loser. We're going podcasting. Oh, yes. <laughs> Kevin! I would buy it, though. I, I need a sweatshirt of that. <laughs> the one positive I want to say about this is... Or not the one positive, but a positive note I would like to touch on is I am not against premium content. Like, that—that that is a thing. Good premium content. It, right? Like, case in point, like I give celebrity shows so much shit whenever it's just person talking to people. Like, Point of whatever. order. Stop giving Lena Dunham a platform. Yeah, then <laughs> fuck that. Jesus Christ, stop. Um, oh, you know God. Why, you, know, you know why WTF <laughs> works? Like WT, I don't like WTF, but WTF works as a show because Mark Maron is this little mis- misanthropic oh, stand-up dweeb, and like he specific. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I, and I'm not saying that in like a mean way. Like the whole aesthetic of Mark Maron is he's this little stand-up dude, and he's in a fucking garage, and eh, who cares? Like that all of that is an act to disarm the people he's interviewing, and when he interviews people, they are very open. Like that's. The the reason you like like a lot of people like WTF with Mark Maron isn't necessarily the interviewer. It's the fact that John Larroquette will walk into a garage and then just be like super chill for two hours, or uh, like the 
the most famous <laughs> perfect episode in which Mark Marin pissed off Gallagher so much he fucking left mid-interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but when you when you make a thing when premium content is made and it specifically is made to be uh to play to its own strengths like LeVar Burton reads could have like LeVar Burton's whole thing is reading and storytelling like the dude has put his entire career into that when he's not on route through Star Trek like that this is a part of his identity like the man was perfect for that concept He's not, it's not LeVar Burton talks to stand-up comics you've never heard of who got two Tonight Show appearances. <laughs> like, that would not be a good show. Uh, so, like, I I have hope that when we're looking at this, like, Netflix is splintering. We, video streaming has is going back to being like cable. Ah! And I, And ironically, more expensive than cable in the end <laughs> and less content. Good content. I I I argue we have less garb. I I there aren't that many streaming services that are reality TV focused, so we've kind of eschewed that. <laughs> I think everyone's looking at Netflix getting cannibalized by, you know, Disney Plus and uh, CBS All Access, and now these audio companies are like, hey, we could do that right now. We wouldn't have to deal with the effects of there being a Netflix in the first place that de- that destabilized the, the system like Luminary thought they would. So is like I just want I just really hope we get good people getting support yes. and not just yeah and not just famous yeah. people getting money. Yeah, like, I give, think that give Lauren be a thing, right? Give Lauren Shippen money to make podcasts that are you know what? Please just give Lauren Shippen all of the money always. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's my platform. Want... Give Lauren Shippen all Let of the money. Let me modify that point. Let's give creators the money to do what they want to do, not tap, um, not make Franken companies that are just famous people stapled together to make <laughs> a thing because they're famous. Like Lion King 2019. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, like, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. I Jordan. listened to... This is not a podcast thing, and it really should be talking about this, but last night I listened to the new Hakuna Matata from the soundtrack of the 2019 Lion King. Whoa, mm-hmm. Billy Eichner can sing. Yeah. Oh. Donald Glover can sing. Yeah. Who, the kid they cast as Little Simba can sing. Seth Rogen can't fucking sing. No. Oh. <laughs> Remember, and like that was the deal with Pumbaa, was the joke was he had this sort of operatic singing voice. Yeah. And they, they, it's 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 bad for a lot of reasons. But the thing is, they cast Seth Rogen because he's Seth Rogen. They didn't cast Seth Rogen because he's a good Pumbaa. I think that the there's a there's another point to be made here in that in in the realm of things that I want to see happen, I think that it is very important to have premium content uh, that gives money to produce things to marginalized people who otherwise yes. would not have the money to produce those things. Um, and giving them that platform, especially people of color and audio, especially also disabled people and queer creators. Like, all of these people who... People like to say, podcasting so queer and podcasting so diverse, except then you look at all of the podcasts that people put on lists and give places and conferences, and you're just like, um, question mark? Uh. Podcasts are so queer, and they have like 200 bucks split between them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's passing mm. the same $10 back and forth, and it's, yeah, so I, I, yeah. 
really <laughs> approve of the use of premium content to give a platform and, and money and creative power to those people. I mean, I, I, mean, I give Gimlet shit all the time because they deserve it, but they do. we've reached a point where Gimlet made that... Oh, fuck, what is it? The Dragon uh, Prince the, show. Two princes? two princes. Two princes. They made two princes. It's so good, y'all. And, they, it's, and so good. it's free. Like, I would have expected that to have been a Spotify paid one. I, sus- I, I suspect it's because they finished it before the Spotify deal came to fruition. But probably. This company is big enough to run ads for Walmart, which is the most unbelievable i still cannot wrap my mind around the fact that i turned on reply the last time i turned on reply all there was an ad for walmart that didn't even have a referral code like how could you have a referral code for fucking walmart like i i have to stress this for people who who don't really get into advertising on podcasts like the whole point of advertising on a podcast is you the the company only pays you if you move traffic so that's what referral codes are for when you are so fucking big, Walmart runs a recognition campaign, yep. which is purely just to be like, "Hey, Walmart exists," and the people. <laughs> oh my god! The, the, it's that the the Walmart exists, and Gimlet tacitly imp- approves of it because they're running ads for it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing, and, and you've got Radiotopia so big they can run fucking progressive it's ads. Like, I mean, the progressive. Anyway, come on. Anyway, come on, come on down to Walmart. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> listeners of Reply All will enjoy this little show, little little store. Oh it's called Walmart. Yeah, Jeff. Gavin is giving me an existential crisis right now. Well, it's because they ha- they that's the one upshot is they have that much money they can risk it on two princes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be considered a risk. It shouldn't, but it is unfortunately. I've been wondering what this is going to mean for those of us who are outside of the premium walled gardens yeah. and how, what that's going to do to podcasting, specifically independent audio fiction podcasting um, as a whole. And I, I feel like because of the way that all mediums work and because of the literal hundreds of thousands of shows that there are that you could ever possibly like subscribe and listen to at any given time mm-hmm. that it was always going to get harder for newer mm-hmm. creatives to start sticking their foot in the door and really find a foothold i think that's kind of been the case for a while and will continue oh, to yeah. be the case yeah but i wonder how this is going to shift things because things are going to shift and it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. No. But things are definitely going to start moving around over the course of the next couple of years. I don't think Apple's going to make any serious moves like tomorrow. But I, I do wonder now that we have poked Regina George and pissed <laughs> her off, <laughs> what happens next? Well, the, the, I think that's I think that ties into the fact that the Bloomberg story has no sources mm-hmm. and specifically says that Apple declined to comment. Yeah. We weren't supposed to know about this. Yeah, uh, uh, just like just like to point people to this other article that Jordan was talking about before we started recording. Uh, there, someone has published an article also on Bloomberg, I think, um, about Apple's leak problem. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that got associated yeah, that with this fun. article. So. You know, because Apple, they were probably gonna just, they were gonna go to, I forget what Apple's conference name is. I'm 
like whatever whatever that one is uh their big keynote they do every year but they're like hey guys guess what new iphone and every tech journalist like, wow who, really well yeah that's the thing is like what every tech journalist list? who posted a blog the day before about well there's a new iphone we've already heard the leaks will then stand up and be like new iphone yes uh oh this one has a letter in the name sweet Ugh. they're gonna they were they were wanting to walk out on stage and be like podcast 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 fiction question mark podcast uh five dollars a month gestures at stage open now and then they'll be like apple podcast has new premium and they got they got billy eichner <laughs> get out of here oh my god billy on the street audio edition would how would that even that. work i don't know but it i would wouldn't. listen to it uh, i would probably listen just out of curiosity they want to they like to be cutesy and quiet and then just be like bam announcement and thing is open uh, the fact that we know that they're tapping people and potentially buying either new podcasts or ones that exist and just getting exclusive rights, I think we've I think we've uh, pissed them off a little bit quietly. Yeah, just, there, just there's someone bit. somewhere that's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but well. through not telling anyone anything, they've basically killed the story because no one. I mean, we're the only people talking about this now. There's no like new articles about it. You know, especially Listen, since but like we're cool though. Okay, but let's let's be real. This this happened, and then when did that NYT opinion article come out? Like oh, the week after. Geez. <laughs> that was on um. Oh, God. That was like a, that's like last week, right? Yeah, it was last week because I was I was at work when it happened. Yeah, it was like a couple days after this came out. Yeah. The the whole so, Apple thing came out. Right, exactly. So, you know, there's, as is the way of the news cycle, there is always something else ready to bury the previous thing. <laughs> so, Fun fact, podcasting is hard. You have to stick with it for more than six episodes. Listen, that, Christ. I, was making fu- I was making fun of the serial comment in that Verge video, how podcasts became so popular, but even the Verge, <laughs> or even, even <laughs> Ashley Carmen of the Verge, opens the article for that video that accompanies that video with the New York Times already wants to know if we've reached peak podcast. And sometimes, <laughs> yes, it seems like everyone has a show. Like, even The Verge is coming after you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, fucked up. All right, do we want to move into... Do we have any last thoughts on this? I do not. <laughs> Jordan's curious, you know? I, I'm just... I think we have to wait and see what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean I, I, it's it's always yeah. a wait and see. I agree. Um, I I can't wait and see like if the leak ends up causing them to switch direction. That'll be interesting. Um, oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, just that rolls back over. No, we weren't doing anything. We're just going back to sleep. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> uh, okay, I think it's time for the latter segment of two. It Day is Alba. the time for recommendations a part which a part of the show i shouldn't i'm not going to explain because i just the the one word does it uh one would hope since we have three people i think we're just going to do one mm-hmm. each or maybe two each uh so i uh let's start with jordan oh that's yep knew that was gonna happen gotcha um, <laughs> uh, i feel super hella guilty because i have not been listening to a ton of podcasts oh. recently <laughs> mostly because i've been when you said that i thought you were just be like should listen to this show this is called here 
security <laughs> dragons. Oh God, no! I it's would... this little venture is called Giannis descending. Oh yeah, the it's just a couple of there's just the these little shows that haha plot twist. I'm in. No. I will not do that. I will not be that person. Um, I haven't listened to a bunch of stuff lately, mostly. Actually, yeah, I will blame Giannis Descending because I've been writing a lot. Um, and I can't do... How dare you be productive? Ugh, it's It's been a ride. So many projects, not enough time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go back to one of my original favorites. Uh, this was a show I started listening to pretty much as soon as I moved to my apartment in Brooklyn. Um, it's called Exoplanetary. Uh, yes. It's so good, y'all. Um, so Exoplanetary is uh, an audio fiction piece uh, by C. Christopher Hart. It is about four siblings who work for the same company, uh, Exoplanetary. And the show essentially opens up with these two executives going, well, We've bought the entire solar system. We have more money than Jesus, and we're bored. What now? <laughs> and so the story follows um, these four siblings, uh, the Wolvertons, as they essentially uh, go out doing various tasks working for this company, and all four stories slowly begin to intertwine. Um, the sister, Alice, um, goes on a really cool space adventure and starts traveling the universe. Uh, there's Ben, who works with androids. There's Calvert, who is my favorite, but he's a total asshole. Um, he, <laughs> oh God, he, he's, he's a time traveler, which is super cool, and he's really bad at it, but it's entertaining. And then there's Dustin, who is on an exoplanetary-sponsored uh, missionary trip. And it's a wild show. They only just started season two, but it's very, very good, y'all. And you should hop in on this fabulous, fabulous train to I Crazy got, Town. I got to see the Exoplanetary live show recently this year. <gasps> oh, you monster. That's I not know. even fair. I'm sorry. Oh, it was died. really good. They did a really good job. <laughs> I was so bitter that I had to miss that. I was so sad. Yeah, I, I live in the same town that Exoplanetary is produced in, so... Uh, that's why. <laughs> Sunny Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I actually, uh, I briefly got to meet uh, C. Christopher Hart at PodCon, too, and uh, very, very nice gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely Exo- love Christopher. Exoplanetary is uh, wacky as hell right, y'all. It's very good. All right. Um, <clears throat> content warning. I'm going to talk about fitness here for a second, but it's worth it. Y'all work with me here. So uh, I... There's a region of podcasts we don't talk about a lot, and it's all the self-help improvement shit. Like, fiction's more fun, but we can't ignore the fact that uh, there's a there's been a huge rise. There's always been. I mean, body electric has been a thing for years. Work with me, Ellie. All right, I've, I've got this. I'm sorry. Work continue. With me. <laughs> <clears throat> We'll be, work, quiet. we'll be quiet. Do your the thing. Work, the workout tape has been a very profitable way for mildly famous people to make money for years. And there is now this podcast in which the host is trying to defeat the concept of gym anxiety, something we all have experienced in one form or another. The idea that you're not working out right whenever you know, you're know you not doing the right exercises. There's no <clears throat> one specific way. Uh, so this podcast is built around the idea of 
in your own home doing light impact exercises that are just like goofy motions and shit to kind of get it in your head that like things don't have to be super serious to also be productive and help you work out. Uh, this podcast is called Shut Up and Pants with Me. <laughs> I hate it. Of course I'm you hate it. Going you to always hate it. You. Oh, damn that it. one is brought to I you by the... I was invested. Wait, no, you lied. You said there would be no you... podcasts. I didn't say there wouldn't be any podcasts. I said it'd be fine if y'all didn't make one. Uh-huh. Fucking rude. <laughs> I did drive from 8 p.m. to 8.30 a.m. last night listening to the pop punk, or no, the pop drive playlist that, uh, Spotify Gavin, you made, don't understand. So I was ready to subscribe. That's the thing. I was too. <laughs> like I, I spent. That's the more I come up with these fake podcasts, the more I make good ones that I want to exist. Like, uh, get out. At my... Somebody who's good at gym stuff, please make this and oh then send me the RSS feed. For the um the lecture I did at Podex, I came up with a fake podcast to like make a really bad logo in five minutes for, and then make like a decent one in ten minutes and. A, a like bad description and good description of it to show like how your Twitter can af- affect how people interact with your show. And I ended up <laughs> making this podcast. It's really fucking good. Cause this fake show is a movie review podcast where two morticians watch movies about zombies and shit and talk about how good or bad the makeup is based on being actual morticians that deal with dead shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Wait, now I'm just like, I, I just, I want, I need this to exist, I but it can't. It. <laughs> but it can't. All right, what's your real recommendation? My real recommendation is, uh, one, listen to shows you know are going to be good instead of sitting on them for a month or two. And uh, oh boy. I started listening to Windfall about nine hours ago. At last, oh. join us. Windfall is such a good show. It's you need to listen good. to this. Uh, it's an audio drama produced by Rogue Dialogue Productions. It is science fiction series set on the planet Proxima in which there is your classic uh, social caste system of people who live in giant towers who are affluent and rich and then people who live on the bottom floors that are the, bo- the, the, the grounders uh, that are not affluent and you've got this uh, wand- Queen Wanda, this monarchal figure who's sort of a treated as a deity by the people who are working underneath. And um, I get a sort of dishonored vibe in a little bit of a way from the first episode. And the, the trailer is one of my favorite trailers in an audio drama. It just, Agreed. it hits so mm. hard. The it's editing good. is so good. Adam, you're really good at what you do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, and I'm forgetting the character's name, but there's one character who has a strong Drax from Guardians vibe, and I love it. And, Ca- and Captain Root is, is amazing. So, Captain yeah. Root is amazing. Josh, you're also very good. Uh... Yeah, jo- well, yeah. <laughs> love Josh. Ellie, Ellie, what are you bringing today? Well, um, I found this really cute tabletop uh, RPG one where everybody plays adorable dogs around the table. Aww. And it's called Barks. Ah <laughs> 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 uh, yes, this I got it. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, yeah, okay. Fine, um, fine, my- fine. To make up to make up for that, I'll say I have a good I have a good one 
to go with that joke one once you've done your real one. Uh, my real one is going to be Yoga is Dead, um, which is a recent super wonderful favorite of mine. Yoga is Dead is a, um, it's a nonfiction podcast about yoga, which is not surprising. But what's great is that it's these two Indian American hosts um, who um, guide listeners through all of the different ways that yoga has been exploited um, and uh, corrupted by colonialism and the ways that that manifests inside of yoga studios, especially in the U.S. and how there's like this huge disconnect between the Western view of yoga and the way that yoga is practiced in in, um, Southeast Asia and India. It's incredible. They do such a good job of breaking it all down. focusing in on specific topics like the first episode is white women killed yoga um, yeah <laughs> not wrong not wrong uh they're wrong. cut cut to a warehouse full <laughs> of namaste in bed t-shirts oh god um yeah and so they they talk about all this commercialization of like karma capitalism and it's they are very well researched well educated they know what they're talking about they are yoga teachers and practitioners um and i highly recommend it even if you don't practice yoga. Um, because I think that they, they also talk really well about, they use yoga to talk about the way that this affects bigger issues as well, sort of uh, like how this is a microcosm of racism and colonialism and exploits, mm. capitalist exploitation of the cultures and religions of people of color. Um, and they are just very good at what they do. Well, to... Uh... <clears throat> To help people who were let down by barks. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> you mean just me? I was going to recommend... You mean I'm gonna just recommend me? A quick it's one. fine. It's, uh, it's a tabletop RPG show called Head to Table. Uh, it's hosted by two Toms, uh, a, a T-H-O-M and a T-O-M. Tom Rawson and Tom Snowden are big fans of tabletop gaming. And each episode, they sit down and come up with a brand new one-shot system. And then play test it on the on the episode so like you uh there was an episode they did with the host of critical bits uh joel ruse where they they came up with a system around the idea of a buddy cop movie where like two player characters are different buddy cop archetypes and they have different stats that they roll on to do things um and i i specifically bring up head to table one because it's a really good show but two uh episode 33 barking bad is them creating a system where you play as a dog and all your stats are based on like uh you either roll to be a good dog or a bad dog depending on what you need to do in that situation and that affects how things roll um and when they play test it it's just a story about a very doofy lovable family dog who's owners are not doing so hot on money hearing that there's a bounty out to re- to return a lost dog so he goes out to find them and it, it ends with like a warehouse exploding and shit it gets <laughs> it's hilarious uh and it's also adorable uh and i kind of want to play this dog rpg now and just reminding me with barks so uh head to table all right nice all right now ellie where can people find you on the internet People can find me on Twitter at Showmark. That's S-H-O-M-A-R-Q. You can find my uh, critiques on my website. That's ElenaFernandezCollins.com. And I also write for the AV Club at Podmas, the Bella Collective, and a variety of other places. Jordan, where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Inkfemeral. That's I-N-K-P-H-E-M-E-R-A-L. Fuck, I hope I spelled that right. You, <laughs> uh, you can find all the things that I'm making at nosuchthingradio.com. And if you're not totally sick of listening to my voice, I've also got a couple audio dramas, Here Be Dragons and Giannis Descending. So you can find me wherever podcasts are streaming. If you would like to find the show and support it, uh, people have been asking for a tune in dialed up Patreon for a while. And while that technically doesn't exist, there is also technically is one. You can find our website at uh, dialeduppodcast.com. Oh, fuck, I just pulled a will. Yeah. You did it. You, you were you were Dialedupodcast.wordpress.com <laughs> is the website <laughs> yes. in which you can find transcripts of old episodes and hopefully new ones. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Gavin G. I have sort of folded together the pod report tuned in, dialed up, and a YouTube channel I occasionally upload to into like one thing. Um, my first goal right now is transcripts, so if we reach 21 bucks a month, that'll be enough to both transcribe both episodes of Tuned In Dialed Up that come out every month and one episode from the backlog so that we can slowly work chip away at the ones that aren't transcribed. And then once we reach that, turn it so that the two every month are transcribed by actual people instead of just me using a, an automated service because we want to make Tuned In Dialed Up as accessible as possible because podcasting should be accessible. Uh, if you want to find just me, I'm on Twitter at the Pod Report, and the show is on Twitter at Tuned In Dialed Up, which I will be. <clears throat> I'm going to be queuing up some pun casts that I came up with that don't work uh. in not text. <laughs> uh, so those will be randomly posting, uh, and I think that'll do it. I just want to thank y'all for joining me, and I want to thank all the listeners for putting up with this long wait between episodes. There should be should TM be something special <laughs> coming up later this week i have been the thing that hit the mic again what am i doing uh the You're thing i have been tipping away at uh since june when i was at pod x was a special report where i talk about how to or not how to but give advice on and interview people who do a lot of boothing at conventions because as uh a lot of you don't know my parents made a living selling shit at craft shows when i was a kid so i have a lot of experience working booths and uh also talked to some really nice people at pod x about boothing so uh that's been a thing i've been working on that'll just be my me by myself which is terrifying <laughs> which is terrifying uh and then next back. episode next episode will is back Yay! will has been super duper busy we yeah. love you will we, we love, love you, you will. dearly will so Thank you, Ellie and Jordan, so much for joining. Thank you for having us. Of course, and my, my voice Thank is you. now officially gone. Yep. <laughs> and this yeah. is the part where we awkwardly say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Outro sucks.